Welcome to the Square Apple Show. Hi, I'm Dr. Yong Shin Ning. I'm the co-founder of Change Voyage Consulting. After 20 years of corporate life, I successfully transited to be an entrepreneur. Wearing multiple hats as an entrepreneur, adjunct lecturer, mother, wife, daughter, sister, has taught me how to navigate life's challenges. And my secret is the Square Apple. In this show, I will discuss tips and strategies to change the way you think about your personal and professional life. Because if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Ready to activate the square apple in you? Let's begin! Welcome to the Square Apple Show. I'm Shining, and in this episode, I will be asking you a very fundamental question. Who are you? Wherever you are now, stop for a moment and visualize yourself drawing an apple. Probably almost all of you would visualize one which is round in shape, red in color, with a stem at the top. Perfect. What you have drawn is perfectly normal and would likely be the apple that everyone listening to this podcast would have drawn. But has it ever dawned upon you that an apple could be square? The last I googled, there's a department store in Busan, Korea that sold square-shaped apples as gifts to students taking exams and there's a word pass inscribed on it. You see, you and I see the world through frames which are shaped by numerous factors including our upbringing, our experiences, our families and our culture. Frames are our mindset, paradigm, inherent assumptions of things. These frames are very useful for quick decision-making because it is likely to be widely accepted by people around you. However, frames can also blindside you to other possibilities like understanding who we are and what we are capable of, challenging our existing paradigms to achieve breakthroughs in any aspect of our lives, making optimal decisions, etc. So, even if you become aware of alternative ways of looking things, Frames have this strange power to shackle you with fear of losing something that has been tried and tested or being different from the people around you. So let me share with you a story of how our thoughts and actions are controlled by our default frames. How many of you have watched this movie called Divergent or read the book by the same name? If you haven't, do so immediately after you listen to this podcast. Divergent is a science fiction story set in a world where everyone is classified into five factions according to their values and aptitudes. These factions are the brave, the kind, the intelligent, the selfless, and the honest. In that world, you are expected to fit squarely into each of these factions. Is black or white? No grey. However, grey does exist in that world just like the real world that you and I are in now. They are what is called the divergence. And these are people who have values and aptitudes of more than one faction. Such individuals are perceived to be dangerous because their actions and reactions cannot be anticipated. As such, in order not to be persecuted, they go to great lengths to hide their real identities by acting like one of the five factions. Most follow factions that either of their parents belong to, 
If you were in their world, which of the five factions would you be? Would you be brave, kind, intelligent, selfless, or honest? Or would you be a divergent? So if I went through a series of tests to ascertain my faction, I may be classified into one called administrator. Since young, I have been perceived to be an orderly, organised and by-the-books person. Even at work, I was perceived to be a reliable and trustworthy pair of hands. Nobody associated me with being creative or innovative or persuasive. I was perfectly comfortable with how people perceived me because it was also how I perceived myself. It may be due in part to the fact that my parents were teachers and very much disciplinarians in nature, and I was living up to their benchmark of what good meant. This self-identity shaped all my personal and career choices. Early in my adult life, I made weak attempts to be different, but to no avail. For example, when I was graduating from university, I interviewed for a tax analyst position and a change management consulting position. I was offered both roles, but I eventually declined the latter because the choice was not supported by people around me. Even though I wanted to be different, I had no courage to do so because I needed the endorsement of people around me. I remained in the administrator identity until I met a mentor who believed I was capable of much more and taught me how to achieve them. My mentor was a client whom I met while I was working in a large consulting company. She gave me a lot of opportunities to do interesting work and take on roles that I had never tried before. Once, she asked me to take on a piece of work that is outside my domain area for her organisation. I told her I didn't have the relevant experience and asked her to look for somebody else. I clearly remembered, she said. I don't need an experienced person. I just need a person who can help me think. So under her mentorship, my divergent nature slowly emerged. She constantly challenged me to think outside the box and she encouraged me to take on roles that would stretch my intellectual and professional capabilities. Increasingly, I became aware that I'm not only an administrator. I could also be good with sales and developing new offerings for the client that is outside my domain area. I also realised that whilst I was good in matters of administration, I didn't really enjoy them. This new self-identity has been instrumental in helping me explore uncharted territories in my professional life and deciding where I wanted to focus my time and energy in. To round up this podcast, let me share with you another story about how awareness of your frame gives you the power to change. So I like watching Korean drama. And the theme of this Korean drama, Extraordinary You, illustrates such a power very well. The characters in Extraordinary You are part of a comic book. In the beginning, all of them act and think in accordance to a script. However, over time, some characters became aware that they can be different in the shadow, which is when they are not within the comic frames. With a newfound knowledge and courage, the male and female protagonists decide to challenge the cruel fates that the writer has dealt with them. The drama reflects reality, where the process of change is slow, 
full of barriers and sometimes seemingly futile. But once the pendulum of change starts, the chain of events creates a butterfly effect which eventually leads to a tipping point. Are you playing your role because you have been conditioned to do so? If you could choose, what would the shape of your apple be? I look forward to seeing you in my next episode where I'll be sharing with you how I use a simple framework to change the behaviour of my child. If you have questions or thoughts on this episode, please connect with me on LinkedIn at bit.ly slash squareapple. That's bit.ly forward slash S-Q-U-A-R-E-A-P-P-L-E. Thank you and see you soon. Oh, and don't forget to check out the Divergent Story. Thank you for joining me today. I'm very honoured to have you here. If you would like to keep going and want to know more about the number one Southeast Asia's leading female entrepreneurship network, head over to Soul Rich Woman at S-O-U-L-R-I-C-H-W-O-M-A-N.com and download the free ebook on how to get clients and multiply your income through personal branding. Remember, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Do subscribe to The Square Apple Show and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Bye for now.